Let's join our hearts in prayer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, the giver of all good gifts, we thank you for uh, the gift of this season. We thank you for the gifts we're able to give and the gifts we're able to receive. We're thankful for the gift of being able to be together and worship and to hear music and to join in music. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, giver of all good gifts, we thank you especially for that great good gift of Jesus. The gift of yourself in him who came here for us, that we might live with you in glory always. Come, minister to our hearts and minds and lives. Draw us to you. Let there be nothing that would hinder our walk and our relationship with you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Celebrate backwards. You see that? <laughs> We've been talking about uh, over the Advent season a backwards Christmas. And tonight, indeed, we want to celebrate backwards. Uh, I, I don't know what, what words you might use when you think about Christmas, Christmas Eve, you know, as you gather together for worship. If I said, uh, what, what one word do you feel or do you think at, on Christmas Eve? Maybe, maybe that word is, is joyful. Uh, maybe it's peaceful. Maybe it's hopeful. What word, if, 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 if you had to use one word, how would you describe it? Maybe you'd say it's quaint. There's something quaint about coming to church on Christmas Eve, singing Silent Night, we're going to light candles. Did you know it's the 200th anniversary of Silent Night? And uh, maybe as you gather together, you're looking forward to that. Who doesn't love that? And you say, you know, coming to church on Christmas Eve is just kind of quaint. Perhaps you go so far as to say, it's a little retro. You know, it's, Christmas isn't what it once was. You know, we've almost moved on from that, haven't we? As, as thinking, as reasoning people, we've almost moved on from Christmas. We're more enlightened. We've got all kinds of technology. And, and, and when we think about Christmas and mangers and babies, we'd say, quaint, retro. Would you go so far as to ever say it's irrelevant? Would you ever go so far as to say that Christmas is out of date? I guess that's three words, not one word. <laughs> Would you ever think about Christmas as being a little backwards? Again, we've moved on. Society has evolved. Uh, we think differently. We understand things differently. That when we think about Christmas, we'd say, yeah, that's a little backwards. Well, tonight we're going to celebrate that. Tonight we're going to celebrate just how backwards Christmas is. And that you and I would go back to the manger, to Jesus, and celebrate it. It is about Jesus. I mean, we know that. We know when we think about having Christmas backwards, we've at least got this right, don't we? We know Christmas is really not about all of the uh, celebrations and parties and gifts and Santa and Frosty and all. All of those things are fine, but but, but we at least don't have that backwards. We know that that it is about Jesus that he came, announced by the angels. Here's what we're going to do tonight. We are going to go backwards. Uh, it's the 200th anniversary for Silent Night. Uh, other important things, other big things happened on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and we're going to observe those and go backwards. 
that we could celebrate what Jesus has done for us. Uh, do you know what happened five years ago? This is the fifth anniversary. You probably have seen this in the news. Five years ago, right this time, remember what happened? There was that horrible ice storm. Remember that? It was horrible. Uh, that, that still was some people's uh, 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 favorite Christmas Eve service. We were here. It was cold. It was dark. We had little candles out, and it was a, a glorious thing. But this is the fifth anniversary of that horrible ice storm. Do you know who that ice storm hit? Do you know who it affected? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody got the ice storm. Uh, whether you were rich or poor, whether you lived in the city or out in the county, uh, no matter who you were, male or female, the ice storm was for everybody. As we look back, we look back to what the angels had to say. And the angels tell us that Christmas is for everybody. Uh, the angels said this will be good news for all the people. Whoever you are, wherever you've come from, this message is for you. You're in the all the people, wealthy, poor, from the city, from the country. Uh, there's no partiality in the kingdom of God. The grace of God has come for all, that anyone and everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. It's funny how time flies. It's already the fifth anniversary to that. Uh, there's a, this is the 28th anniversary of something that happened on Christmas Day in 1990. Do you know what happened in 1990 on Christmas Day? The, the first web server was born. Doesn't seem like it must have been a lot longer ago than that. It was Tim Berners-Lee uh, introduced his, his very rudimentary web server. And you just think about how things have changed since then, just in 28 years. And the technology, I like this line. Do you remember this from Jesus Christ Superstar? I always like this line. It says, why'd you choose such a backward time in such a straight, strange land? If you'd come today, you could have reached a whole nation. Israel in 4 BC had no mass communication. Thanks to the internet, we have mass communication. And you can text, and you can tweet, and you can uh, uh, Google, and you can email, you can Snapchat. Uh, there's all kinds of ways that you and I can communicate. It's the 28th anniversary of, of the internet. There's no communication like the angels. Uh, the angels, talk about high tech, you know, coming down from above. The angels proclaim the message. It says, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And still today, that message is resounding around the world faster and better than any, any human technology. I want you to hear the message of Christmas as we go backwards. It was uh, 50 years ago, and you've seen this picture, haven't you? I think this has been in the news just of late. It was, isn't that amazing? I don't know how old you are, but 50 years ago? That was Apollo 8. And they went around the back side, the dark side of the moon, and they came out the far side, and they weren't really expecting this picture. It was uh, Borman, Lovell, and Anders on uh, Apollo 8, and they got that picture, and they were, I mean, it is a stunning picture to see the earth rise over the moon. What a glorious picture. 50 years ago. But that's nothing like the glory that, that is revealed in God. That's what the angels said. They said, glory to God in the highest. That, that God is the one who made the heavens and the earth. He created the sun and the moon and all the things. In it. And now God is revealing his glory into the world in Jesus Christ. 
I, I found this quote this last week. Uh, uh, it, it talked about, it's one thing for man to step on the moon. It's a whole nother thing that God came and stepped on the earth in Jesus. Glory to God in the highest, this amazing God who has come down to rescue you and me. He came to bring peace. The message of Jesus is to bring peace on earth. Uh, Jesus came to make peace between rebellious people, you and me. He came to bring peace between us and the Heavenly Father, to take away our sin and our guilt, that we might be reconciled to God. Jesus is the peace offering. Uh, he came into the world. We often say you can't have the manger without the cross. That Jesus came to be placed in the manger, but to grow up and to suffer and die upon the cross. That you and I would have peace with God. And because we have peace with God, we are to have peace with one another. Jesus came to bring peace. It's the 104th anniversary of Christmas Day peace. You've probably heard about this. It was during World War I uh, that the French and the British and the German officers on Christmas Day set down their guns. They let each other bury their dead. They had Christmas, Christmas dinner together. They played soccer. The peace was breaking out on the earth. This is what Jesus has brought, that there would be peace and reconciliation one to another. Uh, God sent his son to be a savior. Jesus came into this world to save us, uh, to bring pardon for you and me. Scripture is clear. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. We ought to be cast out and away from God forever. That's true of you. That's true of me. But God sent his son to save us and to be the reconciliation for us and, and to live for us and to die for us that we might be pardoned. And now because of Jesus, our guilt is not held against us and we are safe. Whether we live or whether we die, we belong to the Lord because we have been pardoned by God. I don't think this would happen today. This Christmas Day is the 150th anniversary of President Andrew Johnson pardoning the Confederate soldiers. I don't think that would happen today. There's too much hatred. There's too much bitterness across our land. There's too much of, of holding grudges against one another. We're not a people in, across America that seems eager or able to forgive. Jesus came to be a savior, that we might indeed be forgiven before God and that we might have gracious and generous spirits forgiving one another. Jesus is announced, uh, born for you, is a Savior. He is Christ the Lord. Jesus is announced as the Christ. Now, when you look at the word Christ, you might think of that as a religious word. It's really not a religious word. It is, but it isn't. I mean, it's a religious word. But uh, the word itself is more of a secular term in that the word Christ means king. Well, it means anointed one. In the Old Testament, to become king, they put oil on them. That would be the Messiah or the Christ. But the mark of the oil for the Messiah or the Christ was to mark that person to be the king. Jesus came to be the king, to rule over the world and to rule over his kingdom and to pro protect you and me and all who would call on his name. 
Christ is a great kingly sort of name. It's interesting, a lot of people have become kings or leaders on Christmas Day because of this, to try and align themselves uh, with Jesus as the king. This is the 1,216th anniversary <laughs> of King Charlemagne. Charles the Great, this was on Christmas Day in 800 A.D., Charles the Great was anointed king or emperor by Pope Leo on Christmas Day Mass. Here's what's interesting. He ruled about 14 years, and that was the end of him. And all kinds of kings and rulers and leaders and powers and principalities have come and gone since. But Jesus is the great king, the great Messiah, the great Christ, who continues to reign for all eternity. There's one more anniversary I want to mention. This is the 1,682nd anniversary of celebrating Christmas on December 25th. Uh, the angel said, today, today. The one thing we know is he wasn't born today. You know, he wasn't born on December 24, December 25th. It was probably in the springtime. But in 336, uh, that's the first recorded time that officially Christmas was observed on the 25th of December. And even though it wasn't this day or tomorrow that Christ was born, the fact of the matter is that Jesus was born in real time. The kingdom of God is about real time. It's not about once upon a time, fairy time. But in fact, God came into the world in Jesus Christ, was born of the Virgin Mary to be the Savior. He was announced by the angels he was prophesied through the ages, and he was faithful to his calling, and he suffered and died for you and me, and he rose again for you and me, and he lives and reigns for all eternity for you and me, and anyone and everyone who calls on his name is safe. May seem out of date, huh? Haven't we moved on? Aren't we more enlightened? Don't we have other ideas about things? Well, if that's backwards, let's be in that. Let's be in that and have hope and confidence in Jesus as we continue to plow forward into the future. I want to show you a picture. Can you see this picture? Uh, it's a, you can see it's a rowboat. Do you know what that guy in the back is called? I, I think it's a lady, but do you know what that guy, what that lady's called in the back of the boat? Do you know what it's called? It's called a coxswain. Do you know that? It's a coxswain. Do you know what the word coxswain means? Cock is a word for a small boat. Swain is a word for servant. The coxswain is the boat servant. And here's how this works. The rowers look backwards at the servant that they might surge forward. That's what we're doing at Christmas time. That's what we do in the, in the church. We look backwards to the servant to Jesus. He came to serve the Heavenly Father, bringing reconciliation and peace. And He came to serve you and me by suffering and dying for us and opening up the kingdom. I want to encourage you this Christmas to celebrate that. To celebrate backwards. You know how you do that? You know how you celebrate backwards? Look at this. Can you figure it out? 
Can you figure out? Here's how you celebrate backwards. It says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Out of date to the world, so many people have gone on to other things. Not us. We look back to Jesus and celebrate his goodness. Amen.